Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And remember to include the name the scoreless sort of podcast in your application. Thank you. Man there trying to stop Joe from getting himself into further trouble. Oh, it's not a bad ball for Pelly on the right side. It's Carlos Alberto. And what a great goal that was. Carlos Alberto. Maradona just walked away from Hoddleton. Maldonado. Austin. sweaty edition of the scoreless thriller podcast i'm joined as always by leon leon how are you doing it's quite hot (laughs) (laughs) very happy to be here and we've got two special guests joining us again we've got colin back again hello thanks for having me back and rob fresh from his excellent performance on his debut last week is returning again hello happy to be back So this week on the podcast, we're discussing a game which has gone down in sort of infamy as the Battle of Nuremberg. Um, 
The Massacre of Nuremberg. Yeah, Massacre feels a bit more apt than Battle. (laughs) Which was an extremely sort of brutal game, but also probably the most enjoyable game for us to watch that we've had so far. Yeah, I was super excited. I loved it. Very dynamic. Very physical. All good. What was the word that you used to describe it when we were watching? A wild frenzy. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a wild frenzy, though, because it was like no sort of um, let up in the action whatsoever there was either somebody having a shot some horrific challenge it was just constant it was sort of someone playing like an Xbox game just constantly forcing at each other and yeah stuff. foul shots emotions yeah. so many of them everything, there everything so you would, many everything you would want from a World Cup game they're the good World Cup match <laughs> <laughs> it's true though I, I love that yeah yeah, yeah. so to celebrate uh, this week's game being a sort of celebration of brutality on this week we're discussing red cards and sort of after the break we're going to jump into the quiz so the format for this week's quiz is going to follow the same as last week's where it's uh, all the everyone else against me but now there's three of you so I feel like after losing last week if you'll do pretty badly if you if you lose again this week did, wait, didn't we lose? yeah you lost oh two yeah, it was close it was close we're good we, yeah. yeah, we went to the last question and you decided, which was all about like massive scores, and then you decided <laughs> to answer for the number of goals in the second half as zero. Oh, it was a very strategic thing. <laughs> we had our reasons. If you want to know reasons, go back listen to the last yeah, podcast. It was not. I feel, the, it, I feel it was very thought through. No, but clearly it was not the least logical th- thought through. It was the what? It was the least logical. Yeah, it was Ill, almost illogical. It, it, <laughs> Rob, come on, support me here. It felt very logical at that point. Uh, it's in the past. Let's move on. Oh, he's, 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 he's got the mind of a footballer, you know. Yeah. That, that game Can't was last mind. week. That quiz was last week. Pivoting. This week is... Pivoting, this, man. It's about my performance today. <laughs> this week is a new quiz. Go, we ready. All right, so there's seven questions. How did Maximo Banguera, the goalkeeper for the Ecuadorian team Barcelona Sporting Club, try to escape from a red card in 2015? A, he claimed that one of his teammates had committed the foul. B, he kept running away from the referee. C, he ran to the touchline and tried to substitute himself. Or D, he pretended to be knocked out. He definitely ran. I want him to play with the substitute. He definitely ran. I also think it would be quite impressive if he tried to blame someone else for the foul, given that he's a goalkeeper, so he's got a completely different shirt. What's this substituting himself business? I don't really understand how that would work. Well, I guess you could just run over to the touchline and just sit down, and then yeah. the referee. <laughs> That's what happened. You is that, is, is, are you describing what happened? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm giving no clues this week. I'm oh. going all in. Okay, Corbin, you make the call. Oh no! Substitution uh-huh. or or just chicken run? I think it's more funny. I think it's a more weird one if he tried to substitute himself. I've never seen anyone try. Oh, weird! That. How is it not weird to run from a red card? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's hilarious! I absolutely love it. But there used to be, like, but like, I don't know, like how much, like how you're defining run. Like if he just tries to like kind of screw like, himself hide away behind other players, but and you see that that definitely happens a lot. Like people just try and like hope the ref forgets. I think I want to go with he subbed himself. There was a FIFA game in the 90s, I think, where if you committed a foul, you could just literally run around the pitch and try and stay away from the referee, and then they would not be able to book you. Yeah, because the game mechanic waited until the yeah, ref yeah, got yeah. to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They didn't program the referees quick enough, that was the problem. 
I think it's funny if he tried to substitute himself. Okay. Okay. Here so we you go. going for the substitution? Log it in. Okay. Okay, I can tell you that you are wrong. Uh, the correct answer is that he pretended to be knocked out. Ah, uh, well, okay. <laughs> for how long? Banguera lay on the ground for 90 seconds, but that didn't stop the referee from brandishing a red card. It's also nice. such a poor attempt. I mean, what does he think happens? The referee what? just goes away at one point or what? Yeah, yeah, when we, yeah. maybe pity. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, think, I think you see it, like, when a player's injured yeah, and the ref is yeah. a bit more lenient and, like, they'd hope that yeah, just forget about yeah, it. Yeah, they get, like, injured <laughs> yeah. in the foul. Being no yeah. doubt pushes it a bit, though, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a bit much. Yeah. Okay, question uh, number two. Sorry, guys. Why was Ashley Vickers, the Dorchester Town player manager, sent off against Havant and Waterlooville in 2011? A. He kicked the ball against the referee, knocking him over. B. He substituted himself without telling any of the officials. Oh, what is again? <laughs> C. He wrestled a mankini-clad pitch invader to the ground. Or D. He was gin- given two yellow cards, both for time-wasting. Okay. Oh. Well, if you came up with the mankini one, I like it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I didn't know who would get sent Remember when we, watched, when we watched the last match? Yeah. And then Ricardo was playing for time. And Eric said that you're never going to get two yellow cards for playing on time uh, like yeah. twice yeah so either he planned this to like incept this idea into our heads that this will never happen so that we get this wrong yeah, yeah. or yeah. He, he was helping was helping yeah mm. i do take this winning this quiz very seriously so maybe i can't take all the pressure this time <laughs> no what was the first one again he so, k- kicked the ball against the referee right you're not going to send off for that because that just that just can happen right oh unless it was like well, you can have out of play. Well, Fabregas got a yellow card for it, but I think, yeah, he, I think he, kicked card, it, he kicked it against uh, another player rather than the referee. Yeah. Though. Okay. Okay, so that that's that's a possible. I feel like something the most, the most likely one is that he re- he wrestled someone to the ground who was on the pitch. I don't think he would get sent off for that because I, I think depends. I on saw it in a rugby match how once, <laughs> and then the, yeah, okay. the person Renault just got rugby tackled by one of the players. I think that would have been much of a shock, but. Okay, then what, what's your answer then, Rob? Uh, what do you want to go with? A. I think we go with A. Okay. Kicking the ball against the referee? Yeah. I can tell you that you were wrong again. Oh. <laughs> the answer was C. He wrestled a mankini-clad pitch invader oh. to, the, to the ground. Well, well, well. Guys, you're letting me down. <laughs> okay, oh. So you're, you're 0 from 2. Oh. After, after the game, Vickers said, I'm dumbfounded and speechless. I thought I was doing them a favour. The referee lost the game after that and he knew he made a great error. Mm. I mean, I feel like he, he was doing them a favour, right? He was trying to get the game yeah. going again. T- to be honest, context matters in this case, I guess. Like, it depends on how you wrestle someone to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> if you do it like Deco in the last, Deco in the last match that we watched, then yeah, that's yeah, a bit that's too much. much. <laughs> That'd be a bit extreme. All right, zero from two. Question number three. In 2006, Javier Mascarano was sent off for Argentina after kicking whom or what? A. Leo Messi B. A stray dog on the pitch C. A water boy or D. The driver of the motorised stretcher Wait, who was it again? Mascarano Wasn't there like a stray dog on the pitch once with with him? I've seen... um, could be intuitively that's how i feel but i don't have yeah, a very that's, strong that's my gut memory that's my gut feeling as well a connection about this rob 
Yeah. Are we going to go roll, go roll with it? Okay, it's the dog. I don't know what's happened to you guys this week. Oh, oh, no. oh. oh for three. Oh. The correct answer is uh, the driver of the motorized stretcher. That's rough. Because <laughs> I think the driver was driving too fast, and the master was like, "I'm going to fall off the stretcher," so we just kicked the kicked the driver, oh, and then okay. he got sent off. Question number four: In 2011, in the fifth tier of Argentinian football. Claypool and Victoriana Arenas have the world record for the most number of red cards. How many red cards did the referee give on that uh, game? Well, red cards, okay. How many red cards? Mm. Is there, there is a rule about games being forfeit. Yeah, yeah is exactly. It, is it four? Four, of each, four of each five, team? Or three yeah. of, of, of each team. Maybe the game was forfeited. We don't know that, do we? Yeah, that's true. That's so true. going to, to the max... It could have been to the max, right? I don't even know whether it's the same like everywhere locally. Also, yeah, yeah. Let's go with eight. Eight. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> to the nearest. Oh, wait, but wait. If he's going to no, get points fight, the nearest imagine, five. imagine they get in a fight. You know, there's like oh, like a mass brawl. A mass brawl, and everyone yeah. just gets a free lunch oh, at someone. Okay. Also, if Alex yeah. is giving us to like the nearest five, then it must be a lot because yeah, um, maybe he's trying to throw us off. <laughs> I mean, we had four in the match. Yeah, yeah. we just met. Yeah. watched. and yeah. this was not like. I, I think there's still room for more red cards easily. Okay, should we go with eight or seven? Seven or eight? I like seven. Seven. But, se- but if we go seven to the nearest five, then we're going down to like we're, two. We're going with seven. 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 If I were you, I would rethink that answer. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> So you said to the nearest five, yeah. how many red cards were award- awarded in that game? Mm-hmm. I don't remember subs. Okay, I feel like to the nearest must be, five. it must be a lot. It's, yeah, <laughs> We're not going to fall into this, this trap again. <laughs> again, like we're playing safe. Let's go with a high go number. With a, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Zero red cards. Yeah. The nearest five, huh? 13? 13. I feel good about 13. I feel like it's too low. I'm going to have to ask. Uh, yeah, so well, then we say 15. 15. 15. 15. 15 is our answer. So the correct answer is 36. <laughs> How does that work? Uh, How does that work? Everyone, everyone and their mother got a red card. Was it like the, the, the coach get a red card as well? Yeah. That must be. So all 22 players on the pitch and a combination of 14 subs and coaches received red cards for oh. a total of 36. This is the most red cards ever issued in a senior level football match. What had happened? That's because yeah, there can't be any more given, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's like... uh, oh, yeah. just a brawl. Just... Right. Oh, Everyone yeah. in. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you're, you, you're zero from four. So I have one again this week, but you can salvage a little bit of pride. How? For what? Question number five. In Sweden, defender Linden Lundqvist playing in a game between Jana Esko's reserves and Persigan Esko was shown a second yellow card. For what? A. Nipple twisting an opponent at a corner. <laughs> B. Pulling down his shorts, celebrating a goal. C. Farting on the pitch. Or D. Telling the referee he smelled bad. <laughs> I'm going to be pleased with any of those. <laughs> yeah, those are all funny. 
Uh, I think either A or B, though. Maybe he's got like a an underwear sponsorship. Nice way. <laughs> trying to get yeah. His yeah, yeah. <laughs> I doubt it. In that, uh, he'd be very that cocky. I think I'm gonna go. I, I'd go with A though. Yeah. Yeah. The nipple twist. Yeah. It's so funny. I really wanted to be A. <laughs> is that is A your final answer? No, but wait. But uh, I'm leaning towards. Farted on the pitch sounds like the most ridiculous. No, you wouldn't get. What? How are you gonna get punished for farting on the pitch? I don't know. That that's maybe that's what we're gonna get told. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I not not not, far, not the farting thing. Okay, we're sticking with A. A or B, guys. You 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 decide. I I think it's likely to be B. Go, but B. I don't. Yeah. Nah, B it is then. It's really weird. Okay, B pulling down his short, celebrating a goal. Yeah, that's funny. I can cr- tell you is incorrect. Oh. <laughs> the correct answer is C, farting on the pitch. No. Right. <laughs> What a weird referee. <laughs> no, no, just let How it go. are you located? How do you know that it's this particular person that farted? Oh, because he was taking the corner kick. No, it well he was he was farting. But um, Lyndon said after the game, it was a strange decision. I can hardly believe it myself. I had a bad stomach, and then the last minute of the match, I farted. <laughs> then the referee came over and gave me a yellow card, then a red card. <laughs> Harsh. Absolutely love it. So yeah, he was sent off for having a bad stomach. So now you get zero from five. Question number six. Oh good, it carries on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the pain continues. Yeah, okay, how many questions are there? Though? The seven. The seven. Oh. Okay. Uh, question number six. In a Rwandan Premier League game between Mukara Victory and Rayon Sport, Victory striker Musa Kamara had just missed a sitter. He proceeded to do what to, w- to which resulted in a yellow card? A. Hang on the goalpost and bend it. B. Tear the net and eat it. C. Pick up the goalkeeper's water bottle and throw it into the stands. Or D. Placing an object on the goal and reciting a spell. Whoa. Eating the net. Yeah, I think it's eating the net. Yeah. I, okay. I don't know. But no, wait. Can you repeat the last one again? Placing an object on the goal and reciting a spell. Yes, you do. What's the, what was the first one again? Hang on the goalpost and bend it. I think a spell would also be pretty funny. Yeah, last two. I feel like we, we, we didn't go with the, the most outrageous ones last time. So yeah, okay. Yeah. I feel eating the net and, yeah. and reciting a spell are, are good shouts. Should we go for the spell? I'd go for the spell. Yeah, go on then. Yeah. Spell it is. I can tell you that you have your first crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you placed an object on, on the goal and recited a spell in witchcraft. So the, the goalkeeper was absolutely furious <laughs> and the number nine was then booked by the referee. Yet moments later, he head, headed it home an equalizer. So the witchcraft had actually worked that out for him. Nice. Nice. Need to see this used more. (laughs) (laughs) Need more witchcraft. Okay, question number seven and the last one. In 1999, whilst playing for Manchester City, Kevin Horlock was sent off for aggressively doing what? A. Shouting at a ball boy to hurry up. B. Eating on the pitch. 
C. Walking too aggressively for the referee's liking. Or D. Spitting repeatedly during a corner. Uh, okay. Nothing comes to mind. It's like I haven't heard of it before. No. Spitting and then what was it? I don't think it was C was... Um, what was C again? Walking. Yeah, it can't be that, surely. Would be weird. Wait, no, no. that's really weird. For walking... Too aggressively, too aggressively for the referee's liking. Yeah. I feel like that's the weirdest one. I think we should go for that again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't. I mean, you've got nothing to lose. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. I just, I just want to will it into truth. Okay. Can you describe how you would walk aggressively enough? I think I could, right? No. Yeah. I just want to Corbin to like go. How describe yeah. his walk? Very stompy. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Lots of veins in his face from uh, the, the, the aggression. I don't know. <laughs> I can only picture this like walking towards somebody, right? Yeah. In a very aggressive manner. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe like towards the ref and like trying to harass the ref by like oh, in some yeah, way. I can, I can see that playing out actually. Yeah. See? It, it, it helped. At least in our minds, we can yeah. see it now. <laughs> Alex, you have you have to tell us whether that's actually what happened. Yeah, so is Go this, for it. you're going for the walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I can tell you that you have doubled your correct yes! answers. Wow. <laughs> oh, <really>? <laughs> <laughs> you got the last two correct, so it, it was walking too aggressively. So after the game, he said, uh, "I walked fairly quickly to him. Maybe I've got one leg shorter than the other. That maybe makes it look like I was being a bit aggressive. <laughs> I probably had a skinhead at the time, but I certainly wasn't aggressive." I was just going to go and ask him about a foul previously. It's funny now, but I wasn't. It wasn't at the time when I missed a few games because of it. Yeah. So now walking too aggressively for the referees. Yeah, especially if you have a short leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that brings our quiz to a close this week. You got two from five. Two from no. Seven. Two from seven. Oh, uh, two from five. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> let's cut that. out two of these questions. Yeah. Yeah, two from seven. So. Not the best performance this week. No, fair enough. Mm. Fair enough. So after good questions, break, I I have to say mm. I like the questions. They were they were very intriguing. All right, thank you. <laughs> most, <laughs> I put a lot most, of time into them. Most welcome, most welcome. <laughs> All right, that's it for the quiz this week, and now we're going to move forward to discussing the the game. So welcome back to the show. Um, in my research for this game, I came across a few interesting phrases which were used to sort of sum up the mayhem which this game included so I can read a couple of them out so the first one came from a Guardian match report which stated it was a night when a lot of people forgot a lot of things not least how to to behave but also that the logo of this tournament is time to make friends no (laughs) so (laughs) sort of not really uh, in theme in keeping with the theme of the tournament was was the game the sort of brutality but who was it at the end who sat right next to Deco, both of them being sent off? Was it... Van Bronckhorst. Bronckhorst, right? Yeah. I felt They looked like friends, to be honest. Yeah. I felt like they were united by the rage against the referee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I kind of don't really like get. Well, I think it's quite interesting if we try and discuss this game, because I do remember at the time and afterwards the referee getting so much flack for how he behaved. Like, yeah. This sort of... Sort of like. Um, this image sort of comes into people's mind of sort of the overly strict sort of teacher referee who just wanted to get his cards out and just like you know show that he was in charge rather than letting the game flow. But I mean, I don't know what he was. No, but well, I to think do. we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Right? let's first um, underline this picture by more quotes. I guess. <laughs> 
during the game, uh, Vigo was kind of lucky to uh, avoid being sent off for headbutting uh, Bularus. But after the game, Scolari said, Jesus Christ may be able to turn the other cheek, but Luis Vigo isn't Jesus Christ. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, so it's kind of odd also, this game didn't really, the teams didn't really have that much of a rivalry or sort of a set that this was coming, this brutality was coming. Like, they hadn't really built up there wasn't sort of tensions built up between the teams beforehand or I mean they played at Euro 2004 but there have been kind of no signs of these the flashpoints which was to come but the Netherlands had been drawn in the group of death before before this and had come second behind Argentina and knocked out uh, Ivory Coast and Serbia and Montenegro whereas uh, Portugal had not been as quite convincing as the Netherlands had they had gone through ahead of Iran and Angola. They finished top of their group to uh, with Mexico finishing finishing second. So the the, so <laughs> the action starts and it's within two minutes you have the first the first flash flashpoint right. The first yellow card is out for the foul by Van Bommel on Ronaldo and it is yeah. like it sets the tone that they're going to target Ronaldo as much as possible, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They were after him. But in general, like the first start, the start of the match, it was very dynamic, right? Yeah. Netherlands were going for in. The ball went up and down the pitch. So it was a, it was a good watch, especially the first 15 minutes. Yeah. But it also, yeah, started the scenery for what would later unravel. The minute then, yeah, Khalid right. Boularouz yeah. goes after Ronaldo yeah. again. That's and right. this so time like with like a... Into his thigh and yeah, it's, and he it's does this roundhouse cool. kick. Right. And then yeah. smashes his feet into like the thighs of Ronaldo. Yeah, it's really the finisher, right? You know, he, he never really returns back after that. Ronaldo, <laughs> well, no, he does not. His career, yeah, it never went to end to that one. Ronaldo, see our who? Yeah, exactly. But it puts him out of this game, right? He goes off. I'm not sure in what minute he goes. Yeah, a couple of minutes later, yeah, but he yeah, gets he's, up. He's on for like another 15. But yeah, I think the first one. So Van Bommel's is sort of like borderline whether it's a yellow card kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, that's true. And usually yeah. you would see maybe at the beginning of the match you'd get away with that kind of a foul. But we're still okay to give it a yellow But it still card. was okay yeah. to give it like a yellow for yeah. that one. Yeah. And then Boularou's the seven minutes is oh. brutal. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Manish, like, so then, so that's the first, so the first two yellow cards. And then Manish gets booked in the 20th minute, which is not, it's kind of a weak one, but. It's not a weak one. It was a dive by, from Bomber, right? Yeah, it, it shouldn't it have been a yellow card. No, 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 that yeah. was yeah, that was yeah. That so, so that was a clear. That was like the first clear mistake by the referee. Mm-hmm. But still, one which yeah can happen from time to time. I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But then he scored. Manish scores like two minutes later after that, which is a really, really nice goal. A beautiful piece of football. Yeah. Rob, you were most excited about. Do you want to? I loved it. Yeah, everything about it. Really nice little bit of build up. Yeah, and then just that touch he takes from the last defender before he puts the shot in mm-hmm. really really nice yeah it goes out to the side uh, to Deco first right and then he brings it in and I think it's Pauletta yeah. who then manages to somehow uh, being surrounded by lots of Holland defenders uh, to lay it back to Manish and then he yeah. just fire blasts it in yeah and it's right, right in the top corner so it's yeah, it's like Vanessar has no chance. Because Vanessar has a pretty decent game, right? He makes a couple oh, yeah. really yeah. good saves. Very yeah. Some nice reaction ones and more reaching, lunging, lunging ones as well. So then the next yellow card after half an hour is Justinius getting this first one. And he it's like a really late challenge, right? It's like he's not really 
it's it's pretty it's pretty poor. But then he's like he's the one who gets the the red card before half time, and it's it's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like what is he like? You've already got a yellow card like fifteen minutes earlier. Yeah, and and the, the, yeah, and that one was kind of it was a kind of brutal play, yeah. way too late. Um, he charges in, and then uh, this, it's kind of yeah, first yellow card, and then you think you take it back a little, enjoy you know your time at, on the pitch, but then <laughs> like one minute in extra time, he somehow just jumps towards the ball and and gets yeah, because his hand is like above his head, right? It's, yeah, it's oh, it's genuinely puzzling to me how one would end <laughs> up you... with your hand like there <laughs> because it's we... also near his foot, where it's like it's near yeah. his leg. He's like because also we we, we we watched it and then we sort of like the play plays on and then the referee blows his whistle a couple seconds later and it's like oh what's he blowing his whistle for because you can't really see it on no. the video and then it goes back and you see the replay and it's like. What? Sorry. Yeah. What? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why would you do this? <laughs> so unnecessary. Yeah. And then so and also at this point because I think in the first half the Netherlands have been probably the better team. Like they they look like they're more likely to create chances. Yeah. And especially like Robin is amazing yeah. in this match. I feel Very he's like everywhere. All his dribblings and stuff. Yeah, there were lots of little bits and pieces of some football magic there, right? Yeah. Like also from Figo, from Deco, from from Robin, from Van Persie. Yeah. So it was a really, really good match to watch, I guess. Also in, from that regard. So it was not just physically people fighting it out and getting yellow cards, but also some aesthetically very pleasing plays, mm. I guess. Yeah, I'm also very kind of direct as well. Like There's a lot of sort of moving the ball forward a lot quicker and like less... Less slow build-up play, especially yeah. from the Dutch. Yeah, because yeah. like they get it forward through the wings, and like Van Persie on the right and Robin on the on the left. Yeah, uh, they sort of they mesh together quite well. So and also it's like halftime. Um, there's already been quite a few yellow cards. Portugal are down to ten men. So you kind of think, okay, if you're watching this now, okay, Portugal are down to ten men. They've got Netherlands at 45 minutes to at least level it and send it to extra time. But maybe most likely when you're a player up for 45 minutes at this high level then you think you're going to go on and win the game and then there's like the first 15 minutes of the the of the second half there's not too much there's not too much into it like they're not really creating as much and then you have another yellow card for Petit after 50 minutes yeah yeah which was this time though it was kind of like a vanilla tactical foul right yeah like yeah. in comparison to a lot of stuff that has happened before this was kind of minor it was maybe a yellow card that yeah, yeah. was necessary. To but also Van Bommel makes an absolute meal of it. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> Van Bommel is, is like, he looks, at least from this game, reasonably kind of limited footballer in like what he does. You know, we never see him, he sort of does the short passes and breaks up play. And like, that's literally like yeah, yeah. what play he's in there. Yeah. It's not exactly like the most sort of like stereotypical, what you would imagine, sort of Dutch footballer or especially like midfielder and how he views the game but you know he's got a very simple remit of shield the back four um be a nuisance get the ball back and also just yeah just like break up fouls and also play it short but then he also when he when he does get some of like the payback against him he's right he's ready to make a meal of it and make sure that the other team get a yellow card the teams are 11 on 10 and then Bulurus is the one who gets the second yellow card to make it to make it 10 on 10 after like just after an hour hmm. that's, true that's when things really start to heat up I guess in, in terms of uh, tempers flaring up between both teams right yeah because this one so, is kind of a weird one I guess right yeah. it's like in the it's 63rd minute brother, yeah. um, I would say there could be the benefit of the doubt 
because I feel like Bularus, he touches or his elbow goes towards Figo's face. I don't yeah. know whether it actually touches. Figo it. goes down. Yeah, yeah. Um, Figo uh, yeah. also is lucky to avoid being sent off for the kind of almost headbutt, which he just gets the yellow. Which just happened before, exactly. We forgot yeah. about that one. Yeah. yeah. There's also like, there's like, I can't remember, in like the 42nd minute, there's like almost like a kung fu kick on Robin in the. Uh, <laughs> In penalty. the box, yeah, yeah. I, I would say it would have been a penalty, but I didn't even get a foul if I remember. It was after. Yeah, yeah it was uh, after. Whistle was blown. Kite has been uh, been penalised for a foul on the defender in the box, and then the ball sort of bounces <laughs> in the middle, and Robin goes for it, and then the defender. Which I can't remember which defender. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, but you just <laughs> see the the boot right yeah, by his head. Yeah. Yeah. Kung Fu smashes him, and then Robin is sort of like sitting on the ground, sort of like almost dazed. Like, yeah, what yeah. is what has just happened? Like, like, do I not at least get a penalty? But like, yeah. no, yeah. obviously, I mean, the whistle's gone for the foul against Coit. I yeah. guess the point we're trying to make is that there were a lot of yeah, yeah. Fouls it was really hard to action keep up. going on. And so it was hard to keep up with it, yeah. And in Kustinga also there was one in like the thirty ninth minute where the ref just didn't wasn't looking. He could have been sent oh, off yeah. for a second yellow before he did the handball. Mm. So like, he, like the ref just completely misses. Well I the think also with the Figo yellow card the, the referee doesn't really see it, so that's why he just gives him a yellow. Yeah. So he's just like, okay, okay. Yeah, it would have been a clear red. Right? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Because like at least up to like maybe an hour or just like 65 minutes the game has had a bit of shape or like has looked like a proper football <laughs> match but from like 65 to yeah, 90 yeah. it is just chaos yeah like it's really hard even to like keep a count of like so who's playing who like where is like what's the position or like how many players are on each team yeah what position is uh like what position is each player playing it's just a mess of like foul every two minutes or like somebody will get a foul or like and then the portugal Geese player will sort of stay down for a couple of minutes and try to like wind down the clock or get another player send off and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and I think as Rob wanted to point out, right, this started with the seventy third minute with yeah, Deco. Well, yeah, you had this uh, this the unwritten rule of returning the ball after the the drop ball. Yeah. I think that was a real turning point in, in, in terms of the, the level of chaos in the game. Yeah, because <laughs> there was an interception and uh Holland was supposed, at least from football etiquette, to give the ball back to Portugal. But then they don't do it, do this, and Dico addresses this uh, kind of misconduct um, with a stunning foul, where he just like comes steaming some, in some street justice and kicks down Haitinga. Um, yeah, which is ridiculous. And after this, it is my favorite yellow card of the match. I think, definitely, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Um, and after this, like five week. minutes yeah. where foul after foul happens and the match escalates, and uh, there are five more yellow cards that are given within this time frame. Um, and one of mean these this means actually these means actually that Dicko is send off with his yellow second yellow card. And this is also the the period that I meant with a wild frenzy. Yeah, yeah. There's like too many. Like Ricardo gets a yellow card for time wasting. Yeah. The goalkeeper. Um, there's just like everyone jumping in and stuff and then okay so now at the Van der Vaart gets a yellow card as well and it's just um, so, so you're left with the Netherlands being 10 and Portugal having 9 players on the pitch and at this point it was interesting because also the commentators were now siding against the referee and they were mm-hmm. arguing that he lost control over the match he should have handled this differently but to be honest like from my perspective I don't see how this all can be blamed on the referee to be honest yeah, but I I mean, he, the referee must have played a role somehow in it, right? Because you don't see this kind of thing happening very often or ever in another sort of high-level competitive match. 
So, I mean, I, I was just kind of thinking, right, what could you have done to try and avoid it? And, like, you do see sometimes in these big games that referee will kind of let more things go than usual just to sort of keep a flow or some kind of thing. Or But, I mean, remember, we saw Cristiano Ronaldo yeah, the thing. being yeah. kicked, off the, kicked being off the game. Kicked off the game. And so, at one point, as a referee, you have to decide that we take the health healthiness of, our, yeah. of the players yeah. above like keeping uh, the cards in your pocket I guess right but I guess I don't remember if we ever saw him like kind of call over the captains and ask them to like yeah. calm things down that could have been something I guess like you can see that no. happening with refs they kind of bring the moment and go like alright your team's been a bit a bit too rough like you better watch out or I'm going to have to give you yellow cards and that kind of attitude may have helped but no, I agree it may with have this happened one, yeah. off screen and may have, may, we may have done it but we just didn't see a very obvious moment of it yeah better communication definitely yeah what do you think is some responsibility is on the, on the coaches right because I think it was pretty clear that Netherlands had this strategy from the start of the game to target Ronaldo yeah you know? take sure. him out yeah so. <laughs> I don't mean it worked so yeah, yeah, in so, a sense, but yeah, it's not the kind of football I like. Yeah, I mean, oh, Scolari was yeah. very. I think Scolari was very, very upset about the Ronaldo thing, and then from that point was very, very upset about the referee. And yeah. Also yeah. Oh, but but, but, do you, but do you guys remember? I think it was with Corbin when we talked about the limits of what's what is okay uh, within the rules of football mm. to actually make your team win. And yeah. I think at the end we kind of drew the line at when some player actually might get hurt. Yeah, or something. Sort of then, that's, and stuff. then that's something that you should not use in order to get an advantage. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think this was the case with with the Ronaldo incident, right? Yeah. Was just way too much. Yeah, it was violent conduct, basically. Like, basically, like, it goes beyond tactical fouls to break up play and just like mm. let's hurt him. And yeah, it's not nice to see. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, and I guess then this leaves us with the ninety fifth minute with Van Bronckhorst. Who yeah. then gets the last yellow card of the game? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely is a yellow card. So he's trying to, he just trips up another player. Yeah, he's trying to dribble out and also like frustrated that they're about to lose the game. Yeah, but I have to say it, it was so entertaining, wasn't it? Yeah, I liked yeah. the time wasting. I also liked when they uh, were trying to sub Figo and uh, decided to change who they're going to sub him for. So he does the whole. Taking the armband off, off go, giving yeah. it to someone else, like taking like three minutes just to do all that, and then it turns out he's not being subbed. It's like that's like a lovely chunk of time, and they sub him again, like actually for someone else, in like two minutes after that. Yeah, yeah. but that was a good uh, a bit of tactics, I'd say. I'm not sure if they're doing it on purpose. They, they really seemed that they were changing their mind. Like, no, no, stay yeah. on the pitch, stay on the pitch. But to return, but to yeah. return to the discussion that we had earlier, you think this yeah. would be okay? This would be kind of time wasting to this degree, right? It was not just a play lying on the ground, but it was like, okay, we substitute you, yeah. and then you are kind of off the pitch, and then no, sorry, not go back. Yeah. And this was took took off like five minutes off I, the clock. I think that's when the the referee's responsibility steps in, just to make sure that if you have to add eight, ten minutes on the end of a half, if that's what's happening then they just have to do that. But obviously, usually, you just see them going with like five or six, even if even if it should be much longer for time wasting because yeah. the ball can be out of play for a long time in some of these like high tension matches there, there was a period <laughs> I think from like maybe 79 to like 84 where the ball was literally like not I think Ricardo got so Dirk Hoyt got played clean through and okay. he fluffed the chance and sort of got a little bit of a kick on Ricardo yeah. and then Ricardo did spend about 3 or 4 minutes 
on the on the crowds. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He, I think he was the main sort of Portuguese culprit or main instigator of their sort of the time wasting. Yeah, because we had the comparison once in our podcast with Wembley, Wembley, right? Where yeah. you could see that it was more of a purist idea of football, where you just <laughs> you keep playing, right? No matter what happens, you just back on the pitch, you do the throw in really quickly, and all of this. And when you compare it to to the football that is played more recently, yeah, there's a there's a shift in in the way this these these kind of things are played out. Right? Yeah, yeah, you should listen to that podcast uh, just to be to know for sure what we're discussing. But there was a bit in the 1966 World Cup final where in the 90th minute. The English player plays it back to the goalkeeper, and the goalkeeper takes like three bounces, right? It's yeah. like five or six seconds, and then you hear the crowd booing. They're like, "This, is, this isn't football. <laughs> this is too much." Yeah. <laughs> the audacity. Yeah, the audacity of this gentleman. Okay, so yeah, the game ends with uh, Portugal sneaking through, and then um, after the game, obviously, the referee got a lot of. Uh, criticism and then uh, our old friend Seb Blatter had this to say <laughs> it's just a lovely <laughs> I was so hoping you'd bring it it's just I mean I in, in some ways you're glad Seb Blatter is not in football for his terrible corruption and sort of what he did to the game but then also you do miss the beautiful quotes <laughs> so he had to say I consider the referee was not at the same level as the, as the participants the players I think there could have been a yellow card for the referee. This was a game of emotion with exceptional drama in the last instant with the deserved winner. But it was a great show with intervention by the referee that was not consistent and a lack of fair play by some players. So then, so after this criticism of the referee, Seblatter got criticism of his yeah. comments. <laughs> so he tried to walk them back yeah, a couple of days later. He backpedaled. So he said, um, I would just like to say that I regret what, what has happened. I regret what was said about the referee's actions in the match between Portugal and Netherlands. But then the referee was he did, like he was sent home from the tournament. He didn't oh, referee yeah. again in the. That's right. No, no, no. He never did. But also because I think he got too old to actually be an official FIFA referee after that one. So it was in just... between the last sixteen and the quarterfinals. No, no. But after <laughs> after the the tournament, that's what I mean. That's why he never returned. I what also, way to go out though that's like hmm? yeah. what a way to go out as if, yeah but that's what I see that's what I thought because he knew this would be his last tournament oh, so maybe he was like I want to enter the football annals right yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one time in the in the spotlight you know had he just so he done this like everyone the, else the, would have even off hmm? last 16 game exactly <laughs> now we do remember his name yeah. and, we, and we watched it which is Valentin Ivanov. I don't know whether we, we, we set this on the on the. No, book. we haven't, but yeah. yeah. The Russian... Here the we Russian. go, here we go. Valentin Ivanov, <laughs> this goes this out to you. This moment in the sun. So, yeah, and then this was not the end also of the uh, bad temper in, in this tournament. Because also after the penalty shootout between Argentina and Germany in the quarters. Yes. There was a big, a big brawl. And then also famously in the final you have Zidane's headbutt against Matarazzi. Yeah. So that maybe he was trying to. Uh, we were saying that he was trying to do a better example of the Figo headbutt from this game. Yeah, that's what we thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. It's like an unprecedented number of cards were given during this tournament. Mm. So but then also it was remembered as a lot better sort of quality tournament. As in, like 2006 World Cup is, I think, remembered quite fondly as being quite attacking. Yeah. And open, and then we definitely saw that from this game. Although it was a low goal per match count in oh, that really? tournament. Yeah, yeah, it was quite low. Because people always complain about the 2010 World Cup, like the South Africa one, that it was pretty, 
pretty poor quality. Yeah. My, it's my, also, my, also the ball's fault, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my perspective is kind of tilted. It's biased because Germany was actually, they were playing like super beautiful football at their World Cup. Mm. Winning like with a large margin and stuff most of the matches. So that was nice. But yeah, in general. In agreed. General. Agreed. Mm. Any, any last words, guys? I don't know. What, do you guys think that the Netherlands could have done well, what, what do you think they should have done in Northern Ireland? I think they should have brought back? on Van Nistelrooy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the commentators mentioned him quite a lot, and uh, we just like saw... literally from the fifth minute though. They're like, oh, Why is he not on the pitch? Yeah, <laughs> bring, on Van Nistelrooy, bring on Van Nistelrooy. The only thing we saw was when he hugged someone who got sent off. It was it was yeah. a, a nice little embrace, and that's the closest he came to action on the pitch, I think. Yeah, because at the end they were just pumping it long up to Van Hennigor of Hesselink. Who yeah. sort of it was winning the knockdowns, but it was like you're against nine men, so I feel like if you just sort of played it a bit more yeah. strategically, then you would find the space to yeah, to or, score. or bring in Van Nistelrooy because that's what he what he's good at, right? I think he would have scored the the kite chance. He probably would have done yeah. better. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm, might be. Yeah. That's true. But yeah. you, you were saying there was uh, talk of a disagreement between he, Van Nistelrooy. Well, I think so. After the the the, the group stage, Van Basten was critical in the press of Van Nistelrooy's performance in the in the group games because he'd been starting and then I think he hadn't spoken to Van Nistelrooy in person about these comments but he'd spoken to the press and apparently they had a conversation <laughs> afterwards where things may have got a bit heated so that's why Van Nistelrooy Benched. got stuck to the bench but I mean it wouldn't be a Dutch tournament without some infighting right so, <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's everything we want to cover with this game any sort of final words on the battle of Nuremberg Leon? No, I love the quiz today that was that was fantastic and the match also if you haven't seen it in a while go watch it yeah it's, or, it's or at very, least watch the highlights good. yeah watch the highlights but also like the beautiful moments in between right not yeah. just the cards also yeah. the magic I feel yeah. like you're just watching the cards that'll, that's taking you beyond highlights and that's basically just watching the whole match isn't it <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, I case in point <laughs> Put them all in. Yeah. But thanks again for joining us, Nick, yeah. Colbin, and Rob. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it was very good. Good game. All right. And remember to like and subscribe to the podcast or follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And we'll join you again soon. Bye See bye. You soon. <laughs>